Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hey everyone, we are in Colossians chapter 4 today, starting in verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Pray for us too, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about his mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. Pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. Tychicus will give you a full report about how I am getting along. He is a beloved brother and a faithful helper who serves with me in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, to let you know how we are doing and to encourage you. I'm also sending Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, one of your own people. He and Tychicus will tell you everything that's happening here. As Paul comes to the end of this letter, we see continued instructions for the believers about what it looks like to live out their faith in Jesus Christ. Paul wraps up talking about the sanctification. That's what we mean. What does it look like to live out your faith in recognition of what Jesus has done for you? He's also coming to the end of this letter with further instructions, and he mentions this man Tychicus again. And as he gives these final instructions, even before we are introduced again to this man Tychicus, to remind themselves to devote themselves to the Lord in prayer. And he is unashamedly asking for prayer for both him and Timothy. And it calls us back to remember at the beginning of these letters, Paul outright says that he continues to pray for the believers in whatever city that he's writing to. And at the end, he is asking for prayer in return. Is that selfish? No, I don't think so, because really the responsibility and the role and the purpose of the church is to support one another. And one of the ways that that happens is to continue to lift one another up in prayer. So as Paul talks about why he's in chains, he recognizes that it's because of the gospel. And he will remind them of that at the very end. But he goes and reminds them, continue to remain steadfast in prayer. And when you're praying, remember us as well. Paul also brings up this man Tychicus again, and we've already mentioned him, but Tychicus has a greater report of what's been going on with Paul, and it's something that's better said in person. Not that we're missing out on any details, but sometimes there's just information where it's just better said in person than writing a letter. And maybe you recognize this as, uh, you know what, maybe I should just talk to this person face-to-face instead of sending them this text or Snapchat, because there's just some things that are just going to be confused. They might have questions and want clarification. And you know what? It's just going to be better if I say this in person. That's kind of what's going on. And we're introduced not only to Tychicus again, but to another interesting character that we will run into again later on in the New Testament. And it's this man, Onesimus. Onesimus belonged to this church. He was a runaway slave from their community. And somehow, as he ran away, he ran to Rome to hide. And as he was hiding, guess who he runs into? It's the Apostle Paul. And as he runs into Paul, he interacts with this man, and Onesimus becomes a believer in Jesus. 
And as he continues to serve alongside Paul, Paul says, you know what? The best way that you can serve me and to serve Jesus is to go back to Colossae and to serve the Lord there. So as Tychicus is joined by Onesimus, we see that Onesimus is coming back to be a resource for the church to utilize. Why does all of this matter? Well, because he belonged to a man named Philemon. And this letter is not the only letter that Tychicus and Onesimus are bringing back to this church. They are also delivering a letter called Philemon, and you can find that letter later on in the New Testament. And really, Onesimus is the one bringing this letter back to his former master, and that letter boils down to Paul inviting Philemon to have an opportunity to turn to Onesimus and to forgive him. And it's kind of this tricky situation that Paul is setting up, just kind of sneakily from the backgrounds, not even being present. Paul is setting the stage for the Colossians to see sanctification firsthand through the forgiveness of Onesimus from Philemon. You want to see what it looks like to live out your faith? Well, here you go. Take a look and and keep an eye out. And we'll talk more about this when we get into the letter of Philemon. But we can say pretty confidently that this is the case, that yes, this is where Philemon lived because of this man that we're going to run into in verse 17, this Archippus. It's a man that we encounter in the letter to Philemon. But it's pretty cool to see the interactions and the connectedness between these books of the Bible. All of this boiling us back to the takeaway question today, that as we see faith being lived out in the lives of the believer the opportunity for us is to consider how we see that same faith being lived out in your community. How are people living out what they believe to be true about Jesus in a clear and observable way? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at e underscore pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.